everybody. Welcome to Cats on Film Pod. I'm your host, Ray Allen, here with my co-host, Skipper. Thanks for joining us every Tuesday as we review cats in film. There will be spoilers. Today, we're reviewing the Catwoman movie that came out in 2004, the one with Halle Berry. Oh my god, this movie, I just... I don't even... This was my first time watching it because its reputation is so bad. I had to take a break halfway through. The whole thing was so mind-boggling. At first, I thought the script had nothing to do with the world of Batman. Like, some writer was told, write a movie about a woman who's a cat burglar with cat powers, but don't infringe on any Warner Brothers copyrights. But then there are enough references to Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, who has a completely different name. Yes, Catwoman's actual name. Anyways, Halle Berry plays Patience, because she's so long-suffering and meek, who falls to her death, awakes to find cats surrounding her, and threatens to electrocute someone with a loose live wire. Yeah, I think they do repeat some of the dialogue from Batman Returns, but in a way that just sounds lazy. When Michelle Pfeiffer says she's not sure who she is anymore, that's because her personality and behavior have drastically changed and she's having a major identity crisis. When Halle Berry says it, it's because she lost her job and got a haircut. But her personality is pretty much the same, just more confident. The cat powers, ugh. First, the woman who explains her cat powers is a crazy white lady named Olivia Powers. Ugh. I know. So, Olivia Powers houses many cats, including Midnight. Ms. Powers explains that the illustrations in the opening credits are women whom Midnight, as the embodiment of the ancient Egyptian deity Bost, has been giving cat powers throughout the centuries using stinky fish breath. Cat women are not contained by the rules of society. You follow your own desires. This is both a blessing and a curse. You will often be alone and misunderstood. Halle Berry's Catwoman has a new confidence, quick reflexes, climbing skills, and a healthy dislike of dogs and rain. She also has moments of daring action during which she feels like she's possessed by this bossed cat spirit and experiences something almost like lost time. (coughs) Yes, the catnip ball! Halle Berry really goes all in on rubbing it around her face. What movie did she think she was making? The image is ridiculously funny, but the film treats it like a serious indication of her felineness. Then they throw in those degrading scenes of patients behaving animalistic with food. She laps up milk and rapidly eats fish with her hands. It's genuinely degrading. How many other animal-themed superheroes act out that kind of garbage on screen? Right? You don't see Batman eating bugs and pooping upside down. Exactly, not a single thing about that kinky outfit is cat-like. It's not even a cat suit. The mask she gets from Ms. Powers has a feline look to it, and there are those blinged-out claws, but those couldn't be at all useful in combat. (coughs) Skipper, I just... (coughs) I just wish this movie was focused entirely on Sharon Stone battling ageism using skin cream that gives her superpowers. (coughs) (laughs) Yeah, you fall into a vat of acid, you become the Joker. You fall into a vat of cats and become Catwoman. Fall into a vat of super face cream and become... (laughs) Yes, the face of steel. (laughs) All right. How many paws do you give Catwoman? Wow, three out of four paws? That's much too generous. 
Hmm, yeah. Just because the movie as a whole is a messy, tonally uneven video game cutscene, it can still depict cats well, if a little glowy from the CGI. Thank you for listening to Cats on Film Pod. Know anybody who has opinions about superheroes? Be sure to share this episode with them. This episode was voiced and produced by Ray Allen with music by The Dose Man and additional sounds from freesound.org. We're online at catsonfilmpod.com and at catsonfilmpod on Instagram, Twitter, and Podfan. Cats on Film Pod!